Hi, everyone. I'm Lisa Shea. Welcome to my podcast, Shaycation, Living the Abundant Life, where we will encourage and empower each other to live the full life in Christ. You know, life with God is a trip. What we believe about his goodness determines how great of a trip your life can be. Join me on my Shaycation and let's have a blast on this trip with God that we call life. I'm really excited about today's Shaycation. Today we are going to go on a deep dive. A deep dive is when we will explore more of God's truth, His word, His will for our lives on various, more serious subject matters. So join me on this deep dive. Let's jump in. I'm really excited to have my good friend Debbie Hancock back with me today. Debbie is the founder and president of Compassion to Act. Compassion to Act is a faith-based ministry on the front lines of confronting modern-day slavery. Not only do they command rescue operations and short-term emergency safe houses and outreaches to help exploited and sex-trafficked women, but they also believe in a long-term community so that these amazing overcomers never have to pursue their newfound freedom alone. They provide ongoing mentoring, job training, education, and a support network of relationships. And what I really love about Compassion to Act is their ultimate goal is for the liberated women to become liberators themselves. So welcome back, Debbie. Thank you. Thank you for having me again. It is so great. You know, we've talked on previous podcasts about your journey with the Lord, your journey with spiritual gifts, um, what it was like starting to step out into your gifts. And you talked a little bit about being called into ministry, being called to um, start Compassion to Act. But I really want us to talk today um, and share with our listeners, what do you do when you are called into ministry? What is that like? So, <sighs> well, do we have all day? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a trip, right? Life with right. God is a trip. And when you're called into ministry, that is a that can be a crazy trip. And I do want to say, some of you may be listening saying, I don't have a ministry. Everybody has a ministry. That's right. Everybody does. Some people have the ministry that is uh, public. It's, you know, um, out In the there, marketplace. In the market. Right. There's, right. there's the ones you see on TV, but there's ministers who are in a church, but there's ministers who are in the marketplace. You know, um, my doctor is a passionate Christ follower and he ministers through his knowledge of being a doctor, but also spiritually. We have more, we have, quote, church, end quote, um, in, in, when I visit him for my, for my yearly appointments. So it's like you can, you can be a mom ministering to your young toddlers. That's right. So um, it, you, yeah, it does not mean big time ministry. But for you, what, what happened after you said crazy yes to God After and you didn't know what you yes. signed up for. <laughs> right. Well, once, you know, once we, um, you know, met at Panera Bread that day and we came up with our name, our mission statement, and we said, we're going to spend six months and we're going to learn what human trafficking is. And then we realized how terrible it is in Charlotte. And that's when we knew we had it. We had to clean our own city up. And, you know, in the beginning, a lot of times when you start a ministry, there's the excitement of, you know, I'm starting a ministry. I'm going to save the world. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. And then life happens. And once life happens, and 
you know, I am a, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in the fact that, you know, you can't ask someone to do something that you're not willing to do yourself. Right. And even in my work life before Christ, that was something that I was taught early on by people that I looked upon that were really great leaders mm-hmm. that you never ask someone to do something you wouldn't do yourself. And so I really, you know, God kind of took that and catapulted it to a whole nother level because I realized that, you know, the ladies that we work with and the women who have been in the most horrific situations that uh, you could, you can even imagine the worst types of trauma, the worst types of abuse. And if we're telling them, you need to trust God, you need to let God love you. God really, it was like a magnifying glass over me. Like, are you trusting me? Are you letting me use you? Are you afraid? Are you willing to step out? Are you like all of these things that we ask these women to do so they can become liberators and they can be liberated? Am I doing them too? And that was one of the things that it continues to be that way for me because in the course of ministry, my life is completely different than it was the day I said yes. Mm-hmm. Everything about my life is different. I'm a different person even than I was. And I've learned a lot about the about trusting God in those things even when it's hard. Mm-hmm. Because when you're leading when you're leading a ministry and especially, you know, like a ministry like ours is frontline ministry. I mean, we are in the the throes of darkness because human trafficking is is in every part of society every part of society. And so it is very dark and it's so important that, that we are healthy people because leaders have to be healthy to be able to lead because you can't give away what you don't have yourself. Mm. And I have been through that journey of thinking, I said, you know, saying yes to God, thinking I'm healthy, thinking, you know, I can do this and realizing that I was also a very broken person, Mm -hmm. learning how to be a leader and learning how to lead something that really has never been led before, you know, and, you know, there was not a compassion to act before God called us to it. So it's it's a, it's a new thing. And it takes everything that you, um, uh, everything in you, um, really will, you will experience everything that um, fears, happiness, sadness, joy. You will experience all those things when you step out to the call that Lord, the Lord has for you. And he will help you and guide you in places where you're broken mm-hmm. and places where you need healing or places where you're fearful. And I remember one time I was asked to be a part of this big prayer rally in our city. And Um, I knew the day I went to the meeting, the Lord wanted me to lead the human trafficking prayer. But of course I was afraid. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. You know, even though I felt like the Lord saying, write your name on this piece of paper, I didn't do it. Well, then about a month later, my pastor at the time called me and said, we were talking and we feel like you're supposed to lead the human trafficking prayer. Will you do it? And of course, I'm like, Yes, yes, I'll do it, right? Because I knew I was supposed I to. Knew it, yes, and I even told him, I'm like, oh, I knew I was supposed to do it, but I didn't want to, you know, because I was afraid because there was going to be thousands of people there. And I remember I was going to write my prayer down, you know, before I was like seeking God. Okay, God, I'm going to write my prayer down. I'm going to have it. I'm going to get up. I'm going to read it because I was leading this thing and I had like three minutes and 
I was like horrified mm -hmm. and uh, and scared to do it, but knowing I was supposed to do it. Sure. So I remember I I was sitting down with God and I was like, okay, God, what do you want me to say? And I'm going to write it down. All he gave me was there are more slaves today than ever before in history. That was all he told me. Mm. And I remember I was standing <laughs> there when it was time for me to even go on stage <laughs> to do my prayer. And they went through the whole process of taking you backstage and getting you ready for your prayer and all this stuff. I still didn't know what I was going to pray. You're like, what is it? One one word per minute? Were you going <laughs> to? God, am I going to stretch this out? Or I was mm -hmm. so scared. And I remember God told me, as clear as He could speak to me, "You don't trust my anointing in you." Oh. And and I was like, "You're right. I don't." Mm -hmm. And he he was like, "So are you ready to?" And I was like, yes, I am, you know. <laughs> and I remember I was like, okay, God, you're going to have to speak through me. So I realized it really, I was a being obedient and God was going to meet me in that. Mm -hmm. And and that's exactly what happened. I can't tell you what I prayed. I don't even think I said the line, there's more slaves than ever. I don't even think I said that. But right. I knew I had to do that. And, and God led you so, led me through it. So in our times of stepping out into ministry and going to these places, God is going to, going to stretch you and he's going to show you places that you need to grow, but it's not to condemn us. It's not to uh, make us feel bad. It's so that we can be strong, powerful people for the people that we're going to be helping. Absolutely. And it goes back to the scripture when he calls, he equips. That's right. So he's not going to call you and then send you out and abandon you and sit back and laugh and watch you fall flat on your face. He is, Thank he is a kind that. father. So it's, it's really trusting him in that. And, and I totally relate to that because when I was in college, in order for me to graduate, I needed to take public speaking, which was my biggest fear. And I went back to my college counselor, thankfully, because there were no computers at the time. Everything was done manually. She couldn't check on me. And I just said, um, she looked on my list and said, where's public speaking? And I said, oh, I had to take a movies critics class because public speaking was full. And she signed off on it, and I here I am laughing. He he got away with that one, and God's up there in heaven nudging the Holy Spirit and Jesus, going ha ha! I got the last laugh because I'm calling her into public speaking. Mm -hmm. But when he does, and I I that whole terrified thing, I've had that happen. Like what in the world? My voice shaking. Oh, I've smacked my lip with a microphone, and it's swelled because I talk with my hands the first time I spoke to a large group, and. You know, I can laugh about it now, but you know what? If, if he's called you into something, it's trusting that he is going to equip you. Mm -hmm. But I love, too, what you said about you were broken, but now, you know, God, you know, is working on you because I think a lot of times people can take the... Take, make the decision, yes, I'm going to follow God, but then think, oh, well, God's called me into ministry. I'm all good, and I don't need healing, and That's I right. don't need help. And if you, if you are called into ministry and you think you are good and you're good to go and you don't need healing, you don't need inner healing, you don't need deliverance, you don't need any of that, you're deceived. I'm just, you know, I yes, dropped, you are. I dropped truth bombs. There it is. If you are sitting there going, I'm called into ministry and it's because I'm so good that God's given me this favor and you aren't pursuing continual mm -hmm. healing. Um, I'm sorry, not sorry. You're deceived. And God wants us to humble ourselves and to mm -hmm. be open to him because the enemy will wait for that opportune time and that thing that you thought you dealt with or you you know don't even know you need to deal with it he will come at that when it is yes, just he will. when it will bring him the most glory 
And, uh, and you know, nobody wants that. Right. You know, nobody gets called into ministry for the hope of, yeah, let's, you know, I'm going right. to, I'm going to drive this, this ministry car right off a cliff. And, right. you know, we see that so often, you know, even recently where, you know, ministry leaders are either crashing and burning because they're overwhelmed or, you know, they're just getting trapped in sin. And it, it mm -hmm. breaks my heart because, yes, you know, we really do need to allow God to minister to us. And what I'm thankful for you and for several other friends and, and spiritual leaders in my life is, and I know you have this too, we have people in our lives who have permission to say, you know, you're what? one of those girlfriends. Yeah, we're that's what we are yeah. for each other. And yes. we have we have older, wiser ministers in our mm -hmm. lives who, you know, it's please speak truth into me when you see something that I need to deal with, that's or right. thank you that I can come to you and share this with you um, because I know that God wants to heal me of this mm -hmm. or deliver me for, of this, um, whatever this is. We all have baggage, you know, I it's do. just. We live in a sin-cursed world. So it's continuing, no matter how long we've been mm -hmm. in ministry, pursuing that wholeness so that you know we, we don't crash and right. burn. And it's almost, when you're called to be a leader, it's almost that you need it more than the people that you're leading because you have to set the example. You have to go first. Absolutely. You have to... Uh, you're only, you, you know, the overflow of your, your heart, the mouth speaks, you know, all of those things that you have to look at those broken places in you are the places that you think, oh, I've got this under control. You still have to take care of yourself mm -hmm. and you cannot expect someone to do something that you're not willing to do. And as we've said, and it almost puts that, that weight on you, not, not a bad weight, but a weight that wow, I want to stay in a place of healing. I want to stay in a place of wholeness because people's lives depend on mm -hmm. it. And because when we're leading people and we're pointing them to Christ and we're pointing them um, to the freedom that Christ lives, and if we're not living that free life and we're not pursuing that freedom, because forever and ever, as long as we live, we are going on this earth, we are going to be pursuing freedom. Mm -hmm. And we're going to be, even though we carry it in us, we're still learning how to walk in that freedom and we're learning how to walk in those places. And so God will show us things and we have to be willing to know, mm, I need to go talk to someone about that. I mean, I have a, a counselor that I see periodically and, and I used to see her every week mm -hmm. and I probably needed to see her more because, you know, it was just that time in my life where God was showing things that I want to be as much like him as possible so that I can have people that who I lead can be healthy. Right. Well, in the scripture, taste and see that the Lord is good just mm -hmm. came to mind. I feel like, you know, the Lord just dropped that in my spirit. And it's like, we need to taste and see that the Lord is good so that we then can show that to other people That's right. and modeling that for other people, not in a striving way. But, uh, you know, the other scripture that comes to mind is God will not be mocked. I mean, I do a lot of marriage ministry. Mm -hmm. My marriage is not perfect. No marriage is perfect. But, you know, my husband and I, we apply the love and respect principles based on Ephesians 5.33. I cannot go and turn and tell these women how to show respect to their husbands if I'm coming home and being disrespectful you know, to, to my husband. And because God sees. So yeah, that's the fear of the Lord right it, there. Right, right, exactly. And I, I think that's missing. You know, that's what, I, okay, I'm, I'm called into ministry. What do I do? You know what? Humble yourself before the Lord and understand, like, 
you know, this is, this is a blessing and it's a gift and it's not going to be easy. Um, but get your heart right and have that fear of the Lord. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I have seen, we've been, we've been in this ministry thing a long time and, and we have seen people tell, telling, you know, people under them, you need to do this when they're doing the opposite. That's and right. I'm like, where is your fear of the Lord? So, you know, there's a purity, I think that, right. that is, is coming into the body of Christ. There, uh, more of a passion for the fear of the Lord, right. uh, in addition to a hunger for his gifts. Right. And, um, I'm and excited. there's no shame. There's no shame in saying, I need help in this area Absolutely in my life. Not. Because see, shame is what the enemy uses to keep us bound. Right. So if we can stay bound in our shame and bound in our darkness, God can't come in and expose the light because once the light comes in, the darkness goes away. Mm -hmm. And so we have to be in this place where God shows us something. It's not a shame place. It's a freedom place. It's an opportunity for freedom. Yes. It's an opportunity to come in and be that per be completely whole. And, um, that's the goodness of the Lord mm -hmm. that he does it in such a way when the time is right. And, you know, and that's finding people in your life that can speak into your life as you shared, but also to allow yourself to open up to people too. Right. Like find those safe people in your life that you can be transparent mm -hmm. with because you're going to need it. Right. You're going to need it because you're going to hear crazy stories. You're going to have someone that you want to laugh with because there's going to be crazy things that happen. Right. You're going to need that on all, all, all around. So that way people can, you know, you can find that place of, um, uh, just having people to talk to and having people to, to just support you. Well, how many times would you say you and I both over the years have quit ministry? Like how many times have I called you or you called me and said, I'm quitting? Like, oh, <laughs> Um, let's see. I have <laughs> 10 fingers and toes, maybe times a thousand. Like, this is not going the way I planned. Uh, yeah. I quit. Um, yeah. God's not opening up any doors. I must be done with ministry. Yeah. Um, I I'm done. I'm getting a corporate job. I'm done. I don't have the yeah. finances to go. Where is God? But God always shows up. Always. He always does. Again, when he calls, he equips. And you know, it, it is, it, it is hard at times. You know, I think sometimes people, you know, see the, the big thing. They're like, oh, wow, this is, mm -hmm. this is easy. And, and, and Jesus said, my, what is it? My yoke is easy. Mm -hmm. My burden is light. Yes. And that is true. But that's why we have to continue to give it back to him and commune with him mm -hmm. about these issues and have these strong relationships in our lives as mm -hmm. we embark in ministry and continue in ministry to say, I think, you know, I mean, how many times have I said to you clearly, I, this, I missed my calling. I like, don't like, I'm not, I don't get this. I'm not. Right. I'm done. I can't do this anymore. How many times have you heard me say that? Absolutely. I can't do this anymore. So but one of the things the Lord's really teaching me though, is to step and be in his timing mm. because especially probably this year, really, the Lord is showing me so much of being in his time. Like when we are in step with his timing, of when he says go, when he says stay, right. when he says pause, when he says move, when we are in his timing, things flow easier. It's There's an ease in the spirit. There's an ease in decisions. There's an ease in wisdom and discernment and, um, and peace that mm -hmm. comes when you're following his timing. And when you're following in his timing, you can't strive that's because that's you good. don't, because you can't, because mm -hmm. you're in the peace and God's opening the doors and, and he's, 
he's he's speaking to you more clearly. And I've really learned that with with my ministry because a lot of times, like especially with donations and stuff, it can be feast or famine. Right. You know, we can have all this money coming in and then we don't have it and then it gets low and then I'm like, oh my gosh, what are we gonna do? We're gonna have to shut down or whatever. And then it always it always comes through. God's always faithful mm -hmm. or bringing the people in the needs that we have or you know feeling like we need to move into a certain area and waiting for that timing of when it's right. Absolutely. Because a lot of times as leaders, you know, we're visionaries. You know, I know for myself, I'm a visionary. So I already see it. I already see it complete. But sometimes getting there is the hard part. That's the frustrating mm -hmm. part, you know. Mm -hmm. And if we will walk in his timing of when he says to do things, there will be an ease in it. Right. And we can enjoy it because really we're to enjoy this journey mm -hmm. of him unfolding it. And even though, you know, human trafficking is such a dark area, we're bringing hope to it. So because we're bringing hope and we're bringing the identity of Christ into a situation, we can have joy in that mm -hmm. and we Absolutely. can have peace in that. Sure. Even though it's a very dark topic. Absolutely. Right. Well, you're bringing the hope of the gospel. That's right. And that's, that's, that's the right. fun trip. That's the fun trip and fun journey of God. Mm -hmm. Um, and I really believe I'm sensing in my spirit that there are some listeners out there who feel like they missed their opportunity. They missed mm. God. And I just want you to know, no, you didn't. Uh, you may have said no to God. When God called you into ministry, you may have said no, uh, but God has a way of redeeming time. So it's not too Amen. late to say yes. So I just want to encourage you in that, that you can, if God called you into ministry a long, long time ago, guess what? He knew you were going to say no. And it, it didn't take him by surprise. Uh, you, you have felt guilt. You felt shame, condemnation. You've been felt hopeless. It is not too late. You can do something in what he's called you to do. Mm -hmm. um, even if it's coming alongside a ministry that he's, you know, that he called you to that you didn't pick up. If you partnered with them in some way and, and got along, I just am really sensing that in my spirit that you either can pick it up right now and say yes to God right now and he will bless um, the fruits of your labor because you're saying yes to him and or if if for whatever reason it is quote too late it's not too late because you can partner with a ministry that is doing what God put on your heart to do mm -hmm. a long time ago and you can bless them either financially or with your time so I just want to encourage you that it is not too late with with God and if you're wondering am I going to miss you God am I going to miss you the fact that you're asking God if you're going to miss him you're not going to miss Amen. him That's because exactly right. he cares so much and you're seeking him. And when you seek him, you will find him when you seek him with all of your heart. So That's he right. is just lining you up and getting the timing right and getting other people ready. You just focus on your healing, your, well, first your relationship with the Lord, your healing, um, because we all need it and your character, your integrity and your family focus on those things and allow God to bring the right opportunities. And he's so. faithful because he will do it. Absolutely. He, he does do not it. abandon the work of his hands and he does finish the work that he begins. Mm -hmm. So we bless you. I really believe there are a lot of ministry leaders listening who want to quit. Don't do it. He called you. We believe in you. We're, we pray for you right now. We just bless yes. you right now from the top of your head to the mm -hmm. soles of your feet that the Holy Thank Spirit would fill you fresh with uh, the joy of the Lord, which is your strength. Do mm -hmm. not quit. Do not give up. You tuned into this podcast for a reason, and that was to hear the words, don't give up. Um, 
Father, I pray for those who are wondering if they're called into ministry, that you would open up their spiritual ears to hear you, their eyes to see you, uh, to see what you're doing, and their heart to receive what it is you're calling them into. And I bless their yes. And I bless, and, and Debbie and I agree in Jesus' name to every prophetic word that's been spoken yes. over your life that has come from the heart of God. We say yes to it. The enemy cannot thwart God's plans. So we thank you, Lord. Um, is there any? Be encouraged by this podcast today. Let it speak to your spirit. Let God show you and guide you in a way that maybe you never have before. And if you're wanting to quit, don't quit. Mm -hmm. We believe in you. God believes in you. And people around you believe in you too, That's even right. if you may not feel like it. That's right. You can do it because Philippians 4.13 says you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Thank you, Debbie. Thank this you. Thanks for having me. This was a great deep dive. Yes, yes. You can find any resources mentioned in my podcast by going to lisasheaministries.com. Click on podcast and look for the show notes where we'll have links for resources to help you continue on this trip called life.